is the Night Owl Disc Golf Podcast. I'm Shane. Oh, we're recording. Okay, I'm JP. We are. <laughs> I didn't see the I didn't see the countdown. Honestly, I was looking <laughs> at my phone and I'm like, there's no preemptive. Hey, I'm gonna count us in. You know, anything like that. So, well, it flashes on the screen. Yeah, I, I, I peripherals. You got to use those okay. peripherals. I have poor peripheral vision <laughs> and eczema, as we found out. <laughs> yep. In the ear. So, all you listeners, can you have eczema in the ear? And then, Ben, you should introduce yourself, too, by the way. I did. But oh, you did. Hello. I didn't hear it. I am Ben. <laughs> what you got on your shirt there, Ben? It looks like blood. Oh, yeah. If you're So, the lighting is uh, might look like blood, but this is actually a, a pattern uh, where you can go over to circle1discgolf.com. Oh, okay. Circle1disc, actually, .com. Uh, this pattern is called Grandma's Couch. Um, it is a blade polo. Uh, it's quite nice. But, yes, it is, uh, it's a floral pattern. But the where I was sitting, yeah, it definitely looks like blood, like, De- <laughs> like Dexter, just the way that yeah, the light was, is falling. Yeah. I couldn't see the pretty, uh, like, greens in there. It just it was the, the red was popping. <laughs> Grandma's Couch. Yeah. I love legit that. called That's legit called grandma's couch. I love that. It's a it's a lot like when uh, the brown is like a brownish goldish background with that print on it. Exactly, grandma's couch. Feel and free to head over to circle one com slash discount slash one six four nine nine five. Thank you. See, there you go. And we do give out free ads here. Unlike- well, this one this one is this one is free in the sense that it's my code. So I am paying zero dollars for my right, right own right. advertising. Yeah, yeah. So hey, I'm good yeah. with it. I'm good with it. Life's a self-serving like game. Exactly. Well, and I also love supporting good companies that have good products. So with that being said, good products, doordisc.com. We got them all. So www.doordisc.com. And then door underscore disc underscore golf night underscore owl underscore pod. That is our Instagram handles. And then uh, YouTube door disc golf. Go on there. I think we're getting close to 60 folks. So that's 60, not 60,000, just 60. So if you could start somewhere, you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> we do. Start somewhere. We, do. we always start at one and go up from there, right? So everybody well, tell your moms to subscribe. Yeah, grandma's too. We're in a hip generation. They'd probably like it. So with that being said, speaking of hip generations, what is, there's kind of a double entendre if you talk about old people and hip generations, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Just came to my mind. Just came to my mind. I was sitting there like, hmm, okay. maybe it is the hip generation. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, what is an activity that you guys absolutely loved? And just it vanished out of your life for no apparent reason, just because like eh, you just stopped doing it or whatever it was. You got too old. Your friends stopped doing it. I have so many of these project things because I, I have like shiny object syndrome. But what is something that you have done and you've recently or or not so recently just stopped? When I was in college, me and my buddies and Lucas, who's on the team, um, specifically one of them, we played a ton, like a ton of spike ball. And then we all just like went our separate ways after we graduated, you know, trying to find jobs. And then like we just never were in like 
the same area. So we, we still do occasionally like a get togethers and we have like our core group of people, but I really love, love spike ball. Spike ball is so much fun, but it's just like one of those things where for, for us personally, it was just like, Oh, this was like, just like our thing with our, with our core group. So then when you're just like, kind of not like, I don't want to say like, it's not fun, but like the kind of that luster and that kind of like that memory is just kind of not there with, without like your core buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it does. The task does depend on the person or the people you play with. I understand that. JP. Uh, let's see. Like rollerblading and roller hockey. I feel like that was a big thing that like kind of went out in the early 90s. <laughs> what I used to do or late 90s, I should say. I don't know. It seems like that was a big fad rollerblading and like because like skateboarding competed with it and stuff as well mm -hmm. and hard to uh kind of do both if you really want you know one always one out more than the other so Man. that's one of them and then i used to play nerd out and play magic the gathering a lot okay <laughs> and then okay. i don't anymore and uh i have a ton of magic cards sitting at my <laughs> at yeah you should look through you should look through them like i saw a pawn stars video that was just like on my page the other day where like some people were selling some of those cards for some big dollars you should see if you got yep. anything good and you can yeah, turn that money uh, into disc money right i know that's i actually talked to somebody the other day because i knew her husband played and i was like hey what's a good site i can go on to like check out prices for cards and stuff and so he kind of got back to me and told me so we might do, be doing some pricing here and there. He, he was like my garage and my pocketbook. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. eBay, eBay might be a more lucrative way to go. Yeah, probably. Or you can have... go to you can go to Shane's house in Vegas and go beyond Pawn Stars. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. The and get undercut for like five hundred bucks at night. <laughs> exactly because they turn around and sell them for that yeah. much more. Exactly. I have probably 200 magic the gathering cards when i played in junior high it was the very first editions that came out because i remember sitting in the back of the band room so i played bass guitar and we had a special room because i was part of the rock band <laughs> so we had a special room that we would practice in because mr gearman hated the sound of rock <laughs> so huh. we would go into the side room yeah Okay. And we get to kind of like have our own little jam session. And what it ended up turning into is a Magic the Gathering room. And I just thought they were cool. I wasn't really into it. So I just bought them because I was playing with buddies. It's probably one of these activities. And they have since sit there. And I know, I mean, what was that? 94, 95, 96, something like that. I was so born in 96. <laughs> so I have cards as old as you sitting in my closet in Florida. <laughs> wow. So whatever year the first year was, because I remember the D and D guys were all like magic gatherings for sissies. <laughs> I could never understand it, but it's so much really easier popular. than like toting around big books for like dungeons and stuff for D and D. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's yeah. just straight up card playing. But that's about the same yeah. time Pokemon came out, wasn't it? About that time, maybe a little yeah. later. Oh, Pokemon was a little later because I yeah passed up on. That never like hit. I think that was like no, 2004, was... 2003, somewhere around there. I don't know. Oh, no, because I was still in high school when it happened. 
when Pokemon, like the very first run. We had this conversation out. once, Shane, and how I you swear. missed the boat on Pokemon. I know. Man, who knows? Anyways, so mine was BMX and biking in general, but just BMX, I think, was the one that I just stopped. And it there was a reason it stopped, but it just vanished. Like, I was all in, like, flat landing. I mean, I, like, freestyle, like, BMX. I was heavy into actually, like in the um, circuits of racing at tracks and everything. And I loved it. I thought it was one of the best things in the world. And then I got a license <laughs> and it hmm. just, it just disappeared, just gone. And I know we just recently brought it up on a Monday episode, but it was just something that I've been riding and my son's getting into riding a lot now. And we've been like hitting the mountain bike trails quite a bit. I mean, just this week we put in like 70 miles. It was, it's awesome. But I'm thinking like, man, I used to ride all the time. And his passion is like making me want to like go get a BMX bike like an idiot because I'm 260 pounds and six foot tall. I'm going to fit on a BMX bike. So, but yeah, that's one of those things. <laughs> we could also just jump it into the lake like JP used to do with his. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't mine. I didn't jump it. People jumped it and then I bought it off the people that jumped it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. Like buying a car with a Carfax that says was drowned. It was in water. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So speaking of buying bikes, what else did you buy this week? Throw our hanger flipper. Oh, both guys are so silent. I, uh, off of, I bought a thoughts based temple and then I got a, um, a mockingbird. And then Christina got a uh, a rainmaker because we're trying to get her to play. I purchased that off of uh, some good friends of ours. They opened their shop, the Schicks Tri Fox Disc Golf. Um, they have a shop. Yeah, they just said, yeah, online, and then for their okay. events, yeah. So you can. So I was customer number one zero zero one. So I was their very first order. So they oh, threw cool. in cool. some stuff, and then um, I met up with them over the weekend. They were in town, uh, faced my fear of snakes. I hate snakes. I'm so, like, not vibing with snakes. And then they were like, you're coming to the reptile show at the uh, uh, <laughs> at the casino. Yeah, snake people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they breed pythons. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but where I'm getting with this is that I faced kind of my fears, and then they, they threw in some goodies, and then, like, now the, the goal is to get my wife Christina to start playing, so they gave her a rainmaker uh with the note on the back and then uh nick kept messaging me and he goes don't be alarmed if the box hisses and i'm like this is not this is not (laughs) this is not funny i'm not feeling this uh i googled i was even tempted to text you jp and be like can you ship snakes (laughs) can you mail snakes?" um (laughs) i heard a story of somebody shipping an alligator and the alligator got loose like they shipped it in a shoebox or something with like holes <laughs> like uh-huh. it was small <laughs> but it, it got out i mean we ship yeah. bees all the time there's lots of worms like lots yeah. of stuff like that it's just just wild but I yeah but that's freshwater shrimp and fish sent to me yeah fish when yeah, i had my sure. tank but yeah but that's what i got so super excited for them that their that their stuff is up and running and i uh i just said hey just put a sign on the wall it says ben was number one and then they wrote on the back of of the mockingbird ben was number one so <laughs> that's cool. gave it to you 
Yeah, so pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty excited. Um, but the temple's kind of zone-y, so I was just, mm. like, looking around this shop, and I was like, at this point, like, I want to try throwing more things that, like, I don't, not that, like, that style of mold I haven't thrown, but just different manufacturers and just kind of mm-hmm. see what they've got. So, like, I'm always just kind of curious about Thought Space. We know who makes it, but just kind of just seeing if they're doing any different blends or anything. So, excited right. for that. Awesome. JP, anything for you? I was busy. Yeah. Um, I bought two of the Fission uh, Simon Lazat proxies. So, that was fun. I bought two replacement um, Crystal Flex Zones. <laughs> From mm-hmm. the, for the one that I lost, and then I also got um, one of the full Eclipse OTB Open Envies, uh, so that was oh, pretty nice. cool. Cool, yeah. Is uh, and from what I had read, they're supposed to be different colored flight plates and rims. So like they had combination of like green and purple, or blue and purple, blue and pink, and that kind of thing. I got a white on white, so it just glows white, and oh, it's yeah. not. It's not like the green tinted. It's like pure white, like paper. Oh, it's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, that that one I would assume would be pretty rare. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty rare. I think I'd have to ask people. I know a guy actually ordered one, and his flight plate didn't even glow. It the only the rim glow was glowing, so it looked okay. like one of the blackout envies when he like had a picture of it. Yeah, it's like yeah, man, you didn't get you didn't get a. Envy, you got a you got a glitch there, you know. Yes. <laughs> That's what it looked like. So that I mean, that one had to be pretty rare. Speaking yeah. of glow, are you gonna get a blue a, a glow blueberry? I think that. I'm, oh yeah, when this comes out. This when this comes out. This Friday, right? Out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm, I don't know. I told somebody that they should come out with scented discs. Like that we would be a cool thing before, for Clash. Right? DD. DD. Yeah. Now, I still have an orange scented one down in my base. I'm down in my uh, disc room. It doesn't yeah. smell like orange anymore, but I had a I had a lime scented slammer from DDO, but I ended up selling it to somebody. And I know they've definitely had like blueberry and I think strawberry mm-hmm. or a couple of the other scents that they had out. Yep. Yep. All right. I got nothing. So I got I did get the cash in hand, both caches in hand, and they're phenomenal. I love the plastic, so I'm excited to get out and throw them, but I have not been throwing. I'm actually big statement to be made. I think I am going to take a hiatus from tournament play this year. Um, I'm going to let my shoulder kind of hill do its thing because every time I play, I, I still I'm okay. I mean, everything's fine. I can throw, but I had to have a cortisone shot to make it not painful. So I think I'm just going to take it easy this year and just play kind of casually and take rounds that don't matter. So that means I might drop out a ledge stone or maybe that's the only um, one I'll play. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but as of right now, I'm not looking to sign up for any more. So I don't know how much work those um, caches are going to get, but I'm really excited that I have them. So, but with that being said, we'll give a preview. So we'll talk about, Ella and her signature disc. We'll talk about uh, some lawsuits that are up in the game. We're going to do some mid-season hot takes, and then we'll basically just go over our shop updates, and we'll, excuse me, we'll have Ben's question, and then we'll go over some shop updates. So I think outside of that, um, let's get started. So we have Ella gets the first signature disc. Have you guys seen that yet? Yeah. 
Yes, I did. I saw it after you texted me. The showstopper. Yeah, kind of a Houdini-ish look on the front of it. Mm -hmm. And what is it? It is a Swirly Esplend FD. Mm -hmm. From what I saw. And it's an Esplend FD. Yeah, Esplend FD. Yeah. It looks awesome. I love FDs. And I think they're making... I got an email. I just didn't look at it. I think they're making them available for retailers as well. Um, I haven't been able to kind of really look at it that much. But if they are, I don't know if we'll buy any or not. But maybe we'll just do a small assortment of them. There's some people that weren't too, too keen on the stamp. Like they didn't like the cartoony kind of look of it. Yeah, it's oh I, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It kind of um, reminds me of the active line. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it, it's not. I mean, because it, it's kind of basically you think of like uh, uh, what do they call those showmasters or ringmasters mm-hmm. at a circus, mm-hmm. kind of standing on the podium with his like hat, top hat and cane, looking up with the the really awesome um, <laughs> mustache. So it's okay. I mean, it's okay. It, it's I don't think it's bad by any means, but. It's not great. It's yeah. Is she the first? But maybe there's a story behind it. Is she the first FPO player on disc mania to receive a signature disc in their history? Yeah, as far as I know, can't think of anybody else. And yeah, it's interesting because I feel like disc mania kind of tries to follow the trend of like you have to win before you get a disc, but then there's you know Colt well. Colton Montgomery and Nate Perkins both had discs before they've had any significant win. But what makes you wonder if Casey's going to get anything soon? <laughs> I know. Well, he hasn't won anything or done anything to really, but I could see it because they, they are promoting him a bit more in their advertisement and marketing. Yeah. So it's called the showstopper. No, no, no. Yeah. I one thought that's throw. what it was called. No, yeah. the one throw. Well, one throw so Ella is her. Look. One throw one Ella throw is her hands. handle. Oh yeah, and then it's a showstopper. Okay, yep. So one throw Ella. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Well, and then something. A, oh, go ahead. It is available to dealers, so this will be a dealer release. It won't be a through DD release. Uh, okay. So and it's coming out May thirty first. Is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something else that's really cool that Ella did is apparently she went out to the Salt Flats in uh, Distance? Was Utah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she might have unofficially thrown the uh, world record. Oh, just unofficially, though. Unofficially, yeah. Okay. So I don't know okay. if it was recorded or what the deal is. I, like, she has an Instagram post, but I didn't see it throw, and I don't know how, how it went. I saw that too. I think she's waiting for like it to be verified in some capacity, okay. and then she, and then release it because like I like I saw in the picture that she had like two zeros at the end, and then it was like covered up like on the back of what like she had written on like the disc mm-hmm. she threw. So and she's like having people cool. guess what they what they thought she hit. So we'll see. Uh, but I, I I'm under the impression that I thought she was just waiting for like it all to come back to verify whether she got it or not. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. Cause like, I feel like you need to have 
a Guinness book person like witness it like anything so like Dempsey watches dude perfect and they always have this they have this thing on their like overtime where absurd recurs and they always have the mm-hmm. same like Guinness book guy to witness it so I feel like you need to have somebody there to but is that a Guinness it. record or is it a PDGA record? Because the PDGA does their <sighs> out in the salt flats they or wherever it is out in the desert, mm-hmm. they do their distance competitions where like Simon said his and Wiggins has said his and all right, that right. stuff. That's just through the PDGA. Um, and I think they're out there measuring and stuff. So um, it's also weird too, because I feel like wind would come into a factor and in order for that to be considered official, you know, you have to like have wind speed measured and all that. So I don't know. Well, 1108 feet is what uh, Wiggins threw. And that was like a 37 mile an hour tailwind or something like that, or maybe even higher than that. So it was what he threw it in. And it was like a 150 gram boss blizzard. boss. Yeah. No. Because even in track and field too, if if you're running track and field, you're only allowed to have so much wind uh, pushing you for it to count as a world record. Right. And I know a lot of people have broken records, but then like the wind reading is like no, yep. <laughs> unofficial. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a bummer. You feel like you're filleting the records, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. geez. so all right. Anything else to say about that? Because I got something to interject that I forgot about. I got a message today that you guys are gonna love. Is it from Joel Freeman? No. <laughs> well, it could be. It could be. Let's hey, see that if this, Ben guy. Uh, I, let's see if got? this works here. So I got a message today, and I just want your honest, authentic reaction. Let's see if I can get this going. Hold on a minute. Let me get it back to. Well, it's not. I know it's not from me because I talked to you on the phone today. I didn't leave you any. Yep, no. Nope, nope. <laughs> Get it close to the mic, man. <laughs> it's not going to speaker. Why is it not going to speaker? Oh, that's too bad. I was really hoping this would work. Oh. Uh, if you want to Venmo me some money, I'll send it to you. But... Never mind, I keep it. Did you hear that? I'll do it one more time now that I have it running. Hey, this is uh this is Shane. I have your disc here. Uh if you want to Venmo me some money, I'll send it to you. But never mind, I'm gonna keep it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what disc is this? That is the full thing. It is came this, from an unknown number. Is this something from Vegas? Someone has a disc of yours? I have no clue. The only I, So when I was on my trip, I lost a first-run Katrina prototype Vortex. Actually, my daughter lost it. She threw it over a fence, a ball-filled fence, but it was like locked up all the way around. And I was just like, eh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, I'll leave it for someone else. And I traditionally just tell people to keep it. So... What do you guys think of that message? What do you think of that? Just in general. Uh, that guy's never going to make any C2 putts ever again because karma sucks. <laughs> <laughs> May he hit every tree first of all. <laughs> I, I wish I that guy forever wet socks. 
<laughs> Every time he steps out on the course, just wet socks. <laughs> that like, like, I guess like. How do you know though that like you always tell people to like keep it? Oh, he didn't know. Oh, okay. He didn't know. I thought maybe that. What you heard was him going to my voicemail, and that's the voicemail he left me. Hmm. I'd never, never. T- I don't. I have no clue what's who that the, person is. What's the area code? It, it came in as unknown. Oh, but it should tell you. Le- it should tell you the number. No, it's unknown. Nothing. That's weird. It, ca- it came in as like a blocked unknown number. I mean, I'm sure if I dug a little you, bit, if I you tried hard enough, <laughs> yeah. Like, but it doesn't mean that much to me. <laughs> I I understand the like, hey, like I don't live anywhere near you, so like if you want to like just ve- like Venmo me or like give me some cash, I'll co- just to cover the shipping, I'll get it out to you. Mm-hmm. Like that, I r- would understand because like I know that people do that because it's just like. I've seen it before where somebody's like, oh, yeah, I lost that disc like on a, like on a trip. Like, I don't live anywhere near mm-hmm. Montana. I'd like it back. Oh, yeah, here's like seven bucks if you want to throw it in a box and get it to me. Right. Understand that. Yeah. But then just to openly be like, actually, I'm keeping this. Right. <laughs> what a right. loser. I, I'm not. What so was I the point? This, exactly. That's the point that I don't get. Why would you call and leave that message? And the, there's only a couple reasons why i think either he is truly just kind of an a-hole or he listens to the podcast yeah and he recognized the name and he just wanted it to go further and if that's the case kudos my friend kudos you should call me back or text me back reveal yourself reveal yourself because that was awesome (laughs) but if not kind of a punk (laughs) It's kind of I, one of those Mariner Law stories, like, oh, I found your disc, or like, I'm going to keep it, unless you, like, you guys haven't heard, heard or yes. seen it on, uh, on, yeah. on Reddit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I just, Maritime I, Law. Maritime, yeah. yeah. I would, and it wasn't water, it was just sitting on land, so I okay. can't care to call that one, but for my, I would have just told him to keep it anyways. I could have cared less, uh, you know, about that disc, or else I would have got it. Mm-hmm. If I leave a disc it's for me it's fine but to call and do that that's either like a a d move or really funny just depends on which direction he's going with it so if you've heard this you have my number it's on the back of the disc just text me and tell me it was a joke it's your disc anyways but that's hilarious do you kind of wish he calls again so you can actually answer i do i do i do I want to see how far this can go. What if it's too bad we're not broadcasting this live in real time? Because then you could just listen. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Show yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, so kudos to you. You should have left me a name. Um, I'm assuming it's someone in the South Carolina area because that's the only place that I've recently lost a disc. Because I, I rarely lose discs, and if I lose discs, I don't what a flex. I mark. Well, <laughs> it's not that. I was about to finish the save in. And when I do lists, I haven't I haven't signed or put my number on a disc in a long time. What I do is I just circle the weight or circle the spood. That's all I do. So it's my unique mark. Mm. So I don't even mark them anymore as far as to get them back. So it just takes too long. <laughs> what a flex. So, I don't lose this. <laughs> I'm like uh, like yeah. Mike, Michael Cunningham. He just, I, I never lose this, never lost a disc. So, yeah, so there you go. So whoever that was, kudos or you're kind of a punk. Either way, thanks for the content. 
So uh, let's go over. Uh, well, let's just have a quick conversation. So Gannon Burr is back in the conversation about the lawsuit because he wants to move on. But um, my humble opinion, just stay he? with it, man. Well, that's the well, update from Ulti World now. They just mutually agreed that they are just going to play this out. The lawsuit's dropped, and then good. Everybody moves on their their merry way. And I figured their that was going to be the end of that was going to be what happened anyway. That's kind of just. I thought it was gonna yeah. like if it went to quarters, it's gonna play out till the end of the season anyway. And then what mm-hmm. would be the point? Right. Well, the point is to paint yourself in a bad scenario so that players, casual players, don't want to buy your discs. Yeah. But Prodigy is like kind of having a decent year as far as their players. Their players are having a decent year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. With, I mean, they have that young crew that's just killing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Those two runs they had that were fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of, check our used bins because we have a ton of used Prodigy going up right now. Um, and I'm going to send a bunch of it. There's a Somebody just reached out to me today. I'm going to send a bunch of it to a, I don't know, a church or something that's starting up a disc golf course. So I'm going to send a bunch of it there too. So, <laughs> so Prodigy is going to go out. Um, so when the Natalie Ryan's back into, because she wanted to try to file a temporary what is restraining, it? restraining order, yeah, temporary restraining yeah. Restraining order against the PDJ and the disc golf pro tour. So she could play the OTB open. Um, I'm not sure what that would mean if she filed, if she was a, if she had enough time to file it, what would that mean for OTB and I mean, for PDJ and DGPT is that they couldn't be there while she was there. No, it just means uh, that there's a rest- like that their the restraining order basically would just be that their rulings would be just kind of null and void for the time okay. being, in that it would okay. just allow her to to play. Um, okay, that's really all it is in the legal sense of the term. Wasn't there? Order. I thought it was against the state of California as well, or something like that, because they were talking for a while about. There's talk of moving the OTB. People thought the OTB open might move out of California so they could still hold it after the season, potentially. She cited, yeah, she's just citing California law in the lawsuit. Okay. And California law is the most inclusive when it comes to trans participation Mm -hmm. in sport. So Mm -hmm. that's why OTB is being named in in this uh, because her legal team feels that this is the path the best path to victory is by filing this lawsuit in the state of california and naming a naming otb open as a defendant mm-hmm. Have they, has she officially gone forward with naming there was two other states oregon and i forgot what the other state was but has she gone forward with those lawsuits yet to my Ooh, knowledge okay. no um okay because i think that this is going to be federal, end up in a federal circuit court. So who really knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? Because you just got to get through it before anyone knows anything. So the law doesn't move update. fast. That's all. That's no. really the moral of the story between the two lawsuits is, is that as, as fast as people think that they want things to happen, circuit courts have <laughs> say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. We'll get into our mid-season hot take. So it wasn't a very busy week this week. So we are deciding to go ahead and just 
throw out some midseason hot takes that we think is going to happen in Ooh. disc golf. We can, this is a great this is a great promo here. Quick, we can take a little time out. Casual Relief is now moving on to its own RSS feed, so. Uh, you will no longer hear Casual Relief popping up in the Night Owls feed. So now we get to play our, in honor of that, we'll get to play our own version of Buy or Sell on the okay. Night Owls page, or on the Night Owls I'm, podcast. I'm Look down at that. With it. Okay. So, mid-season hot take. So we're going to do a mid-season buy or sell rather than a hot take. All right. Either well, it's, you it's guys a hot take something? that you'll buy or sell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Either of you guys have something want to go first? Here is my midseason hot take. My midseason hot take is that we will not see another million dollar contract over the offseason. Sell. Sell. <laughs> I'm selling because I think Eagles, I think Eagles up at the end of this year, and I don't know what the duration will be, but I think that um Discmania will lock him down for that. I don't know if it'll be a long-term deal like a Simon-esque deal, but I could see him getting like a million dollars over a million dollars per year for like two years or three years. That's that's what I think. So that's that's what my sell. Okay. And remember, Gannon's up for contract this year as well at the end of the season. There's already been rumored that he was going to get a million-dollar contract. Possibly also from Discmania. Right. So what do you think, JP? So you're selling it as well. You So you think there's going to be a million-dollar contract? I think the there's table. going to be multiple million-dollar contracts. Wow. Okay. I think Discmania is going to offer Eagle and Gannon both a million dollars. <laughs> I mean, you guys okay. just kind of talked about that because uh, on the Monday episode, it's, can the market sustain two million-dollar contracts under one manufacturer? Exactly. So market trends would say that that is not going to happen. Um, Maybe we'll see one. Maybe Eagle, you brought up Eagle, but if Eagle and Gannon truly do go to Discmania, and my assumption, one of the other young guns from Prodigy will probably follow suit, I don't think you're going to see those million-dollar contracts. I think you'll see high contracts, and you might even see undisclosed contracts, but the assumption that is going to be a multi-year million dollar contract per year. I just don't, I just don't see it because the disc golf market itself is down. I mean, pretty considerably across the board about 30%. So sales are falling. Stock is sitting and views are waning. Sponsorships are dying, not dying, but they're, they're decreasing. So unless there is this altruistic thought by a manufacturer, I just don't know if you're going to see it. So that's just my thought. So that's, but that's a hot take. (laughs) So I think it's obviously what hot takes are meant to do is to kind of point out what mm, probably against popular opinion. So there you go. Either of you guys got one. Uh, Ricky only plays the majors for the rest of the year. I'll buy. Hmm. For the sake of, I'm going to sell. I think he's going to play something else besides the majors, possibly later um, in the season. I think he'll try to make a comeback at some point. And 
I don't know when that'll be, but I mid to late summer, he'll be back um, feeling much better about himself and hopefully playing better. Okay. I see that. I just don't see that he wants to push coming back with anything without anything on the line. And I think that's why Ben has something with Ricky only playing the majors because he wants to keep, keep those streaks going and he wants to add another X next to his name. Um, but I don't think he's going to risk his health outside of that. Which streak does he want his, want to keep going? Losing majors? <laughs> well, there's... Yeah. <laughs> All right, the streak <laughs> is the wrong word. He wants to add the X to his name. You know, instead of, instead of being two-time, he'd love to be three-time. True. So that's my thought. I think that is a hot take because I think... No, I'll, I'm going to stay with bye. I'm going to stay with bye. All right, JP, what you got? My hot take is Kristen Tatar will not finish number one on the DGPT's points. Will Someone's going to leapfrog her. Sell. Sell. <laughs> I mean, she's got over a hundred point lead right now, but I just think it's a. Yeah, that's extremely GPT's spicy, point. but it's also like, I don't know, like, yeah, like. Oh, Doesn't it have whole... to be probable too, though. It's just a take. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I feel like she's just she's too consistent and the rest of the field is too inconsistent for her to like you know, a bad finish for her is like fifth and she still gets a considerable amount of points for finishing fifth. True. Yeah. That's the way I see it too cuz her finishing off the podium is a huge deal. Her finishing out of fifth place is a huge deal. And it doesn't happen. I mean, what's her worst finish this year was fifth right i think so and so if you she's gonna be in europe but european open is now dgpt yeah i don't see it i don't see how i mean unless she hurts herself so outside of an act of god i don't i don't see her falling out off that podium with the with the point she has because who's gonna do it no one's been consistent enough to to be like clawing at anything, right? Like that's just the same way that I see it. Is like no one's been consistently th- number three or four. That's just you know in the hunt. And we're through six of the fourteen stops. Is that right? Is that fourteen stops now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. ish. Let's say ish. So six of the 14-ish stops, man, it, it, she would basically not have to show up and someone else would have to win them. One person would have to win them. But I don't know. Maybe Cat Merch is going to start on fire here. She has the ability. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Right. Any more hot takes? Any more hot takes? Huh? Oh, oh, oh. Um... No, other than that, Sour Patch Kids is an elite candy. That's not even a hot take. That's just the truth. I'll buy that. An elite candy. I feel like there's a lot of things like Sour Patch Kids. But yeah, I think that's a good one. I like that. What's What's a lot of things like Sour Patch Kids? Just gummy sour candies. 
But not like Sour Patch. I mean, Sour Patch is like sour sweet and they're gone. <laughs> I did not. We're going to have to pay a royalty <laughs> on that, probably. <laughs> it's not ours to use. They're going to pay us a royalty. We just gave them free advertisement. Dots. Right. Dot, dots are great. I've heard some slander about dots lately. Dot, I I enjoy a good What dot. about like the gummy sour straws, Shane? Yeah, I like gummy sour, sour punch straws. Yeah, I, I like those, but I, I don't think I wouldn't put them in the same on the same plane as Sour Patch Kids. But fruit strips, I would put them on the same plane as Sour Patch Kids. Like all the cool fruit strips people are coming out with. Oh, They're sour! Really awesome, like the sour strips, like that yeah, are like a target. Like, oh. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about like yeah, like sour fruit by the foot or something like that. But I know what you're talking yeah. about now. Yeah, yeah, those those things are fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I see all those candies. Sour candies are my jam. Like sweet tarts, chewy sweet tarts, mini sweet tarts, sprees, just warheads. All about it. Yep. <laughs> Have you had uh, toxic waste yet? I've seen it in the store. I've no, seen I it a few it. times in the candy section at the High V, mm -hmm. which is an elite high, uh, candy section. Uh, Twelve out of ten Just recommend keep... going to the High V <laughs> to the High V candy section. It's great. But I've seen it, but I've never had the toxic waste. Is there only one High V in uh, Green Bay in the old Chaco? Yeah, mm. it is the largest High V in the country. It is huge. What? It is yeah. huge. It's the largest Hy-Vee in the country. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I guess, I guess the only thing about it, Shopco was pretty big. Like that yeah. store was pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you hear Wisconsin is getting a Bucky's? Yes, they are getting a well, potentially Get getting a potentially getting a bussies in uh in DeForest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bucky's. It's a great Quick spot. trip for life. Well, yeah. Two different stores. Quick trip, for sure. All about it. But Bucky's, if you're driving by, stop. You have to. See, here's right, my then. take on that real quick. Um, I don't want somebody yelling at me about brisket at 7 in the morning. The KT people, <laughs> they, just, they just vibe with you. They understand it's 7 in the morning and you're just trying to get a breakfast sandwich and a drink. I don't want to hear somebody yelling about brisket. At seven in the morning. <laughs> What's the yell? I feel like if they're yelling at you, that might be your fault. No, they just yell like brisket on the board or something like that. Oh, Whenever they're okay, chopping, yeah, like yeah. that is too much energy. <laughs> so that's just the right energy for some people, Ben. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a cynic, but most of my <laughs> most of my quick trip experiences and gas station experiences are either like very late in the day or very early in the morning because of traveling at these times and i just like to vibe just want to get we to need place. we need to have a, a poll of some sorts i'd love a disc golf pro tour poll of people that have been to bucky's and a people and quick trip and which one they prefer or like you know <laughs> i think that's a great idea actually because I, I really disc think golf contacts and then they can have put together their power rankings of rest stops and yeah, uh, gas stations mm -hmm. across the, the tour. Well, and keep in mind, in like three or four states, like Indiana, Ohio, they're quick star. So a quick star is a quick trip. It's the exact same thing because mm. 
they can't quick use those because there was the quick trip of the queue was there first, so they can't fake. use them. So it's quick star. Oh, yeah. Fake so if you see a quick star, it's a quick trip. Okay. I forgot. I forgot what states there are, but yeah, there's like there's like four states where Iowa quick trip for is. sure. I know it's one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. All right, Ben. To your board. Besides paying off debt, if you win the lottery tomorrow, what is the first thing you are buying? And discs. You... No. <laughs> just kidding. Buying enough discs that we just have an episode of nothing but throw hanger flipper. <laughs> yep. For each of us. <laughs> hmm. This is going to sound really stupid. I want a skid steer. Ooh. I just, I don't really have a need for one, but there are sure a lot of projects that I could use one. And how cool is a skid steer? And I don't want just a regular skid steer. Like if I did it, I'd go out and like have it painted all black or all white or just some really obnoxious color to where it stands out from everything else. So yeah, skid steer with a really obnoxious paint job. Flames. How much money are we talking? (laughs) I mean, you won the lotto, man. Yeah, yeah. You won the Powerball. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's it. There's there's like two things I'd want. One would be I'd want to own my own Cineplex. (laughs) Could I I be your partner? Yeah, no problem. (laughs) I'd love that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be fun. I would show... Half of half of the movies would be like the new releases, and then like the other half of the theater would be like my favorite movies. <laughs> so, so there's the empty half and the full half. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. I think there would be people that would like share the sentiment of like going to see movie, like or yeah, it would be. It's kind of personal. Like people like would start to know like your movie tastes. Mm-hmm. Like could base the you know it's a great you got the, great double feature too because you can see something random and then you can see you know the new whatever mm-hmm. yeah and then the other thing I'd want to do is be like a minority owner in like a sports franchise like JJ oh, Watt good choice yeah good Burnley. choice <laughs> that's so random so the the chairman of Burnley is from Utah and his wife JJ Watt's wife's from Utah. So that's oh, is the, she? She's originally yeah, from Utah. Okay, that's the connection. I knew she played for the Houston Dash for quite a while, so I'm like, okay, that makes sense for them to buy in. But I didn't know what the connection was. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'd say maybe I'd part owner of Bananas, without a doubt. That'd be so awesome. Big Jesse Cole fan. Just yeah, and just be enough of an owner that I could like at least just get free tickets for me and my family, and that's. <laughs> That's all. That's all. That's, That's why people buy groups. franchises yeah. so that they can uh, <laughs> go and sit where they want to sit. Exactly. The whole banana ball thing is a re- real weird situation to me because, like, they have the banana ball world tour or whatever, mm-hmm. but the league is only two teams. It's them and, like, was it the party animals, I think, is the other team's yeah. name. So it's like it's essentially the Globe like Trotters. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. Globe for baseball. And so I was always curious about that. But it's cool because, like, they got Johnny Damon to come play, you know, former Boston Red Sox. And then they had some – who's the really old pitcher? He's, like, 75. Bill Lee. <laughs> yes. Baseman <laughs> Bill Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, that that is a cool franchise. Like, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you can just kind of in a ridiculous way. Yeah. This, I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed the Globetrotters, but the bananas are on another level. I like that it's real. Like, in the yeah, sense of, like, that they... Well, like, that the bananas don't always win. Like, sometimes the party animals mm-hmm. win. Like, the Globetrotters yeah. win every dang game. Like... Yep. Like, so, like, yeah, that won, to me is just kind of, you know, lame. Yeah. I think some of the some of the rules are cool. Like, you don't just win the game. You win points in an inning to win the game. Games are only mm-hmm. two hours long, so you're not sitting there all night waiting for, yeah. you know, things to... I mean, the games now, MLB is moving faster because of the pitch clock, but everybody hates the pitch clock. Yeah. <laughs> so, such a dumb rule. So, there's a lot of fun aspects of the... The atmosphere, obviously, is fun. And then, yeah, some of the rules make it make it fun why is the pitch clock a dumb rule i i don't understand the hostility behind the pitch clock the the it, there's a lot of things that are subjective with it as far as like when the clock should be started the time isn't so then like then that's causing issues of like is this enough time they keep messing with it of like the pitcher and the batter have to like make eye contact guys are getting quick pitch because of it it's just like yeah there's really loud uh three disengagements off the mound and those like two kind of, we only um, get two. Oh, is it two i thought it was three okay yeah so I, yeah craig Council just, got kicked out of the game yeah because yeah. yeah um but there's just a lot of things that are very subjective mm-hmm. wow wow but I, it, see it seems it seems completely rational and reasonable to me but i understand those unintended consequences like let's speed up the game let's make it more exciting let's stop losing fans let's fill the stadium and then but then it has all these little unintended consequences that are happening so i get it i mean i get where they're trying to go for it, but man i i guess i didn't realize that all those things were happening too on the side yeah well, it's not working in oakland let's go with that yeah <laughs> They're moving. Oakland's moving. The A's after since nineteen for the they've been in Oakland since nineteen sixty eight, and they're moving to Vegas. So, yeah, yeah. In Vegas or Oakland wasn't going to give them a a stadium though, right? Is that no, was part yeah. of it? Yeah. So they're. Well, why do you think the Raiders left, man? Yeah. Same reason. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas so. is saying we'll give you anything you want, and we'll pay for it out of the casinos bill. Yeah, <laughs> Bally. Yeah. They're going on an old ba- Bally site. The stadium is. Oh yeah. That's yeah. So it'll literally be yeah. like a kitty corner to all the other stadiums there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I think it's brilliant on Vegas's part, especially pulling in the A's. Wow. Um, so anything else? All right, we'll do our shop update. Did Ben so- say what he was gonna buy? Oh no, you didn't, Ben, did you? Oh no, I didn't. Um pretty practical things uh that I would buy. Um I would Boring. want yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I want. Uh, I would want a cabin in like straight isolation, like in, like in like the Cheyenne area. I've never been to Wyoming, just seen a lot of pictures, and like that sounds like the perfect, like most ideal, like getaway. Is just like a cabin in like Wyoming, like close enough that you to you can drive a little bit into town, but then like far enough that it's just like nothing. So like I I heard Epstein Islands for sale. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. You could isolate yourself out there. I hear there's a lot of tunnels and stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to be the guy that buys that. 
right? Like that you oh like God. no matter what, your name then becomes associated with Epstein. No matter what. Like whoever buys it. Um, but then the I, I, Is it for sale? I don't know. I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> but then the other like the other practical thing is is that I'd want uh just just a, a vehicle that can handle winter better than my Corolla. It seems like it's been trooping around pretty well for quite a while. Yeah, no, it does. It's just like when we get any semblance of like thick snow or like, you know, when winter truly does come, like, and you need to navigate, like, mm. like that's not always drop the, the best. rudder out the back. To... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I did? I did see an interview the other day. Uh, you'll never guess what vehicle, you know, of all the money in the world that John Cena has. That man drives a Honda oh, Civic. Yes. I you see that. that too? Yeah. Yeah. He has so much But then I also saw that he bought like an insanely rad car that he had like souped up the engine for. I forgot what kind of car it was. But yeah. Yeah. His everyday driver is a Honda Civic. <laughs> He's a big boy to be driving a Honda Civic, by the way. Mm. He's not a small guy. No. Not He's a small just guy. like us. Drives a Honda Civic. <laughs> All that WWE money, Faulkner. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he leased it. He's like, ah, I just don't want to, <laughs> want to drop this kind of cash. <laughs> all right. He's probably got like all the plastic covering on it to make it seem like it's still perfect. So you could get the best exactly. traded value for it later down the road. <laughs> the paper mats with the two silhouettes of the feet on it. <laughs> he just has, every time he gets in, he rips one off his garage wall and puts it into the... <laughs> He seems like a dude who would do that, by the way. He seems like that type of guy. Like every time he gets out, he just backs out, like wiping everything down with the arm raw and disinfect it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Right. No one saw him do it either. I, why are we making fun of this guy? This guy can crush all of us at the same time with no issues. I didn't say anything, John. I just said you drive a <laughs> Civic. <laughs> all right. Shop updates. Let's get to this. Tortoise.com is where you can buy these things, but we have a huge, huge used lot incoming. Um, so I'm going to drop them off to K-Dog, <laughs> Kevin, tomorrow, and I'll get him to put them into the system here pretty soon. And then um, I also got to make it right with uh, Mr. Hudis. Yadis. And then MVP. Yadis, excuse me. Why do I say Hudis? He's told me that before, too. With Mr. Yatis, um, and then MVP. So MVP has landed. I think we still actually have a couple of the, or I think we have one commemorative left. So, but we do have those fission fireballs. They found, feel fantastic. I haven't thrown one yet, so I don't know what type of beefcake they are. But from what I understand, they're pretty beef. I've been seeing some stuff around about. So outside I've that? heard that as well. Yeah. Have you thrown one yet? Nope. I haven't thrown it. No. All right. I was, I was, I bought a, I forgot what, I bought one a while ago. It's one of the first MVP discs I bought or Axiom discs. And it was super beefy, mm -hmm. even in light. It was like 156 grams. I was like, nope, I'm not a fan. Nice. Yeah. So here's a question about John Cena Civic. <laughs> okay. What trim level is it? Is it just like an EX? <laughs> 
I don't know. He just talked about how like it's just really stable when you push it at speeds in like the short clip I saw. So like he's still pushing the thing for funsies. He's going like a hundred miles an hour, but like he basically was like all the like all the fans. He was he was basically alluding to is like all these guys that have money and they drop them money on like Beamers, Ferraris, like all these expensive things. He's like all these foreign import cars. Is really problems with them so they're always in the shop for things so like why would i want to spend money on something that i'm just going to sit in the shop because there's leaking something (laughs) okay so he's probably driving like a type r or something like that then huh you know more than i would about the types of hondas but uh i just know that i just know that he's driving a honda civic a manual he did say it was a manual did say a manual well, that's good. Good for him, though. Good for him. It'd be even better if it was like a, like an early or like mid nineties, like, like a two thousand nine Honda. <laughs> like, like if he was just driving like a two, 04 with a cassette tape in there, and he's like, "I why this runs perfectly fine. Why would I get rid of it?" Yeah, yeah. Has the giant fart can sticking out the back. The oh, I would love that. Oh, I don't know how many people we offended, but. You're welcome. <laughs> With that being said, anything else to say, boys? Sure. All right. Deuces. Keep us up par. Peace.